Everybody's getting on the Trump train, but can he beat Hillary? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Every Saturday afternoon, my regular time is 3 to 6, and I'll be back to that after basketball season is over. Today I'm on from 4 to 6, and there's a lot to talk about. I want to hit the ground running. I want to get the conversation started. Tuesday is the Georgia primary for the Republican uh, uh, primary party, the (laughs) Republican Party primary, and I'm happy to say that Rand Paul is still on the ballot, even though he dropped out. And it has always been my voting policy to vote. I always vote. And uh, I do so to register my protest to what I have long called the liberal fascist center. There was a book written called Liberal Fascism. I coined that before that even. Has nothing to do with this race or anything. It's just my uh, objection to the two-party system where they compromise. The left wants welfare, the right wants warfare, and their compromise is let's have both. The compromise I want, the libertarian compromise, the compromise of our founders was let's have neither. So I always try to vote in a way that reflects that I want neither. And the fact is, because the compromise is both, it doesn't, you know, people are terrified that the other side is going to win. But ultimately, yes, you you might get uh, the welfare warfare state might accelerate a bit, depending on which one you've got. But in the end, I think the path is is set no matter which party you get, whereas as a libertarian, I would like to bring it back to constitutionalism, that kind of thing. So I vote for um, if there's a libertarian in the primary and also like on the general ballot in November as a protest vote. So that's uh, that's coming up. Georgia's primaries on Tuesday. And the last time I had uh, my show on Saturday was two weeks ago. And since then, a lot has happened. The Jeb Bush dropped out, and this week Chris Christie endorsed Donald Trump. And it seems to me, it feels like this Trump train is now unstoppable. And what uh, what what the implications of that are concern me a little bit. I'm a little worried. But I, I want to know if you think that Trump is definitely going to get the nomination. Is that a sure thing? And if... Uh, if you think he can beat Hillary, the, the numbers are 404-872-0750 and 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can also tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. So here's here's my concern. I've, I noticed something weird about the Trump phenomenon from the beginning. And I, I wrote my first blog post on this in July of last year. It's You can check it out at MonicaPerezShow.com. The, the problem is... Or what I noticed was weird was that the media was giving him a tremendous amount of attention before he was really even registering in the polls. And then, it of course, becomes like this uh, circle, this cycle, a self-feedback mechanism where it gets more and more. But I, I've seen articles that in August he was getting 10 times, Trump was getting 10 times the coverage in the media of all the other guys combined. By December, there's an article that by December... Trump was getting 25 times the coverage of everybody else combined in the media. 
So he spends no money, but that he gets that kind of coverage. And it wasn't just on the left. It was also on the right. So that there was an article in July saying that Trump was got 10 times more coverage on Fox than Jeb Bush. And that's still happening. And Hannity had Trump on his show the night before the Nevada caucus for the entire hour. It was so obvious that uh, that this is a tremendous advantage to Trump that he actually uh, joked about it on that show. He said, hey, I don't have to spend any money because, look, I'm here for an hour. Could you and I don't have to pay for it. How much would it cost to get an hour long commercial on Fox the night before the caucus? You know, and Hannity just said uh, a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yes, a lot. And at one point in December, Hannity mentioned that Trump had been on his show 100, had been on Fox 132 times. And that was months ago. But I just did some quick math. And and just that, that 132 times and the hour on Hannity would probably be worth $50 million. And all that other stuff. I mean, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars of free advertising. So, So here's my concern. When you see the left doing that, are they doing that because they think Hillary could beat Trump? I heard leaked audio of uh, Micah Brzezinski on, I guess it's Morning Joe or I don't know, it's MSNBC, saying they were talking what's called down the line, like talking over the mics on commercial. And this was leaked out. She was saying, oh, can I to Donald Trump, can I ask you the deportation question? So obviously they had talked about the questions ahead of time. And his answer was nothing hard, Micah. And she said, what? And he said, nothing hard. And she said, oh, okay." so. So she's screening the questions, planning softballs. The left, you would expect to do that if they thought that Hillary uh, could beat him. There was an article I read, uh, how CNN president Jeff Zucker turned Donald Trump from a reality star to a front runner. So MSNBC is doing, CNN is doing. And then, uh, so, but why would the right be doing it? Do, why, why was he on Hannity the night before Nevada caucus? Why is he... Did he get 10 times the coverage of Jeb last summer? Uh, you know, that was a long time ago. And it's gotten worse since then. And I'm beginning to wonder if there's, you know, this is down the rabbit hole. I'm going right down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder if maybe the right is playing the long game. People are saying that, oh, they the media hates him, whatever. I There are some, <laughs> there are some places where uh, they don't like me. I comment on a website or whatever, and they they don't put my comment up or they take it down. They they don't write blog posts about how much they don't like me. <laughs> they just take the comments down because that's how you deal with somebody uh, who you really don't like. You don't give them tons of free advertising, even if it's negative in your opinion. If people like the guy, any any PR is good PR. So so here's my concern. If if Trump uh, were were to lose to Hillary, and I think the way that that would play out is that Trump has not been fully vetted in this process. So people are saying, oh, well, we don't want to take the gloves off because then he'll fight back and I don't want to draw the fire. You know, that's a little hard to believe. I mean, these guys are politicians. That's what they do. And and now now that uh, the field is winnowing down and it looks like the Trump train is unstoppable. You do see like Marco Rubio in the debate took the gloves off and started hitting him a little harder with some specifics about some questionable things in his past. But I don't think it's in time to derail his nomination, but it is in time to give some fuel to Hillary to weaken him in the general. Like I just, 
I, I have my concerns about how this is unfolding. And if if it were to happen that Hillary won, I mean, then we'd have a Hillary presidency, which even though I am a libertarian and I see that both sides uh, really both want welfare and warfare with her, you would have more of both faster because she would have the welfare mandate straight up. So you'd get that acceleration like you did with Obama. But she would also, unlike the Republican, be able to silence the anti-war left so she could actually press down the gas on the warfare stuff because she would not have protests in the streets like a Republican would have. So you're actually going to have more welfare and warfare, both with her. But my uh, but if Trump were to lose to her, it would uh, it, it would be a lesson. You know, it'd be like a lesson the establishment would have to hold over the grassroots, the rebellious faction, the Republican Party. I remember when Reagan was running. I hate to say that. I, I was not old enough to vote for him. But I do remember when he was running and he was winning by a lot in the polls. And my father said, hey, remember Dewey. Dewey was running against Truman and he was winning by a lot in the polls. But people were so overconfident that they didn't go out and vote. So there was actually a newspaper headline that said Dewey wins because people were so confident. But Truman won because people were overconfident. But the lesson here wouldn't be just to vote like it was with Dewey. It would be to vote establishment. They would say, remember, when you kids went out on your own and voted for the anti-establishment guy, you got Hillary. So don't make that mistake again. And they they could get mileage out of that for uh, in decades, decades, it could suppress any uh, uppityness, you know, in the rank and file. And that's what I'm concerned about. So if uh, if you think there's any possibility that this is a setup, let me know. Or if you think that he could genu- genuinely uh, beat Hillary, that he's definitely going to get the nomination. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALKER, our numbers. You can, of course, tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Uh, I also later on in the uh, show at 530, I'm going to have on uh, Catherine Bernard. She's a public defender and a political activist here in Georgia. She always puts the Constitution and the rule of law first. And she is going to come on uh, at the 530 segment to tell us about a bill going through the Georgia legislature that has libertarians concerned. It's HB 941. If you want to go to my uh, website and look she did a video on it and it's about uh, changing the grand jury process so that there is that police officers law enforcement are treated differently from regular citizens during that process and she is going to explain to us that she feels that's an erosion of the power of the grand jury the power of the people I think that's going to be a very interesting conversation and you're welcome to call in uh, to talk to her about that also and um, they uh, I, I do want to continue this conversation about what you know what we're looking at, what the implications are of this very unusual season uh, uh, presidential primary election cycle. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Your calls next. <laughs> Monica Perez on News ninety five five and AM seven fifty WSB. It is a 10 on the Mellish meter, 55 degrees outside the studio right now. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And uh, I am your libertarian voice on WSB uh, talking about 
My fear is that Trump gets the nomination but can't beat Hillary. I want to know what you think. I'm going to Toby in Athens. Hi, Toby. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Thanks for taking my call, first of all. Yep. What you got? Um, I believe that this all started probably in September or October once Trump really started having some momentum. And I think it's deeper than just the media setting us up for this. I think Trump has told the Republicans, uh, the who's who of the establishment and the RNC, that if you mess with me or you poke me, then I'm going to run third party. And then I'm just going to mess everything up. I think he is that type of a guy. And I think he has told them that he's their guy no matter what, because he know they know that they'll split the party. Do you think there's any chance he's actually, now this is way down the rabbit hole, but do you think there's any chance he actually wants to do, wants Hillary to win? That he, that he knows he has enough baggage that he's not going to go all the way and that he's. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I think that, I, I think he could have been a plant from the very beginning. I, what, what does he have to lose? See, that's what I was thinking, because he was getting this outsized media attention from before he even threw his hat in, and never before. He used to say that stuff, but he would never, they would laugh him off the screen. They wouldn't even give him the time of day. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I think that he's always been friends with the Clintons. Him and Bill are close, and I think, you know, there, there's a reason that he's, doing this and he's identified himself as a social a social liberal on everything he sat up there on thursday and said that he never said that he wanted the government to pay for everyone's health care everybody can hear that sound bite all they want and watch him live do it um I, I think he's doing exactly what obama done in 2008 instead of the hope and change it's Let's make America great again. And that means something different to every person. He doesn't even have to campaign yeah, on it, policy. It definitely smacks of that. And that kind of thing would not work if the if the media didn't support it. So uh, your, your problem is uh, what the tell is to me is that the media isn't really digging in on it. He's they're not really uh, pulling him apart like when Ron Paul used to be on. They would, you know, kind of make fun of him, dismiss him, not give him a lot of airtime. But when he had points like that, they would just dig in and fire away and make him defend himself. And they're not doing that. And that's what makes me a little suspicious that this is, uh, you know, not going to go the way people hope it will go. Uh, I want to get to more calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I want to continue this conversation about how the media is treating Trump. I think David has, is going to have something to add, so I'll get to you next, David, uh, right after this. And now for something completely different. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the libertarian voice on WSB every Saturday afternoon. I'm on till 6, 404-872-0750. And if that line is busy... Try the 800 number, 800-WSB-TALK. I just got a tweet that uh, you realize your protest vote arguably allowed Obama to get a second term. I had started the show by saying I'm a libertarian. I always vote libertarian. I register my protest to this welfare warfare compromise that we get from both sides of the aisle. But I would say... 
that this Trump phenomenon is proving that if everyone did what I had done the last couple of elections and voted my conscience, voted for Ron Paul, we would have a President Ron Paul right now because there are enough people who are disgruntled with the welfare warfare compromise that even though we were told that Ron Paul could not win, I believe that this Trump phenomenon is showing that he could have won, especially if he had been given wall-to-wall blanket media coverage like Trump is, especially if he was not scrutinized by the media the way Trump is. So I think that uh, if we all voted our conscience, we would not have a President Obama. We would probably have a President Ron Paul who could have brought people together on the left and the right because even though the left likes the welfare state, they hate the warfare state more. That's my feeling. I'm going to David in Fayetteville. Hi, David. You're on with Monica. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, I don't think Trump cares whether he wins or loses. I think this just enhances his brand. As far as the media, uh, they don't scrutinize Trump, and I'll give you one example. Uh, last week, he was asked for a list of his advisors on foreign affairs, and he stated he would put that list out next week. Well, that time has come and gone, and no one's pressed him on it. Yeah, I, I I agree that you could probably come up with a dozen examples like that where they just don't follow up on stuff that he says. Like when he uh, denies quotes that he's had in the past, they could just play those sound bites right then and there. I mean, they could really embarrass him, but they don't. And I do, I agree. I think that this is the kind of thing that he thinks is fun. I mean, he was uh, a WWE wrestling superstar Hall of Famer. He was a reality show star for 14 seasons in The Apprentice. I mean, this is, he loves this stuff. And I don't blame him. I think he is he is his own person. I don't think that, but I, I do believe that they're, that this is a bit of a, you know, reality show that they're manipulating us. Well, sure, there's no substance to uh, any So what do you think is going to happen? If he has any. Is he going to get the nomination? Sure. I'm not sure. I, I'm hoping it'll go to a brokered convention if it, it gets to that point. Uh, I don't think this country could uh, handle Trump as a president. And well, I don't want to see Hillary. Yeah, I uh, my feeling is that, uh, you know, I I felt like when watching all the debates and like I said, I'm not a, a Bush fan. I'm not an establishment fan. I'm a Ron Paul fan. But. When I saw, you know, knowing Jeb, like he was kind of acted like a buffoon up there on the stage, which was pretty shocking given how accomplished he is. I kind of, you know, I almost felt he was overacting that part. And I really felt like he was probably in reality the one person who could beat Hillary. And she might be the only person he could beat because his problem was the dynasty effect of being a Bush. But she has that problem, too. So that wouldn't have been a problem for him there. And, uh... You know, but I, I don't I, I hesitate to go this far down the rabbit hole, but I read a leaked email on on uh, Bush. It was the same guy who hacked into Hillary's emails, Guccifer. And and at the same time that those initial emails were released a couple of years ago, there was a George W. Bush email hack by the same guy. And in it, he asked his siblings if they they thought that the father, H.W., was going to die, he was very sick at that time. And he said he asked his siblings if they wanted him to do the eulogy or Bubba, be, meaning Bill Clinton. Like, that's how close the Bushes are with the Clintons, which really surprised me. So I, I don't know if this is as, you know, really insanely set up as that would imply, but... 
Uh, but my fear would be that if there if there is an impact, if there if Trump were to lose to Hillary, the impact would be to school the uh, rank and file voters to never take a chance again of straying, of straying from the establishment. Uh, I am going to go to Jim in Stockbridge. Hi, Jim. You're on with Monica. Hey, how's it going, Monica? You're my favorite anarchist with a law degree. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I'm probably the and female, right? I, I'm probably the only female anarchist with a law degree. So what oh, you got? If you want to make that claim, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? I went. I early voted on uh, Wednesday. I went for Trump. And do you think he's going to? He could beat Hillary. You must think he could beat Hillary. He is going to destroy Hillary. You can record this right now. It's going to be about fifty-eight to 42 when all said and done because this is bigger than you and me put together it's a movement it's a movement away from the edge the bernie sanders edge with hillary is having to put up with most people in this country do not want to be socialists most people want to be like donald trump but aren't you worried that the media and the GOP has not really vetted him? He's got a lot of skeletons in his closet that they should really be getting out now. And I'm afraid that by not doing that, Hillary's going to be able to do it. And that will make her look good if by they, comparison. If, if they were really concerned about it, they would have done it about six months ago. That's they're, why I'm afraid the fix is in. They're just going to go along for the ride like the rest of us. The GOP, the grand old party... If they would have just given us somebody straight up to really go with, we would have gone with it. But we're not stupid out here. We see how the world is going. We see how our country is going. And unfortunately, they didn't put anybody up there that we really wanted. So basically, we're telling them this is what we want. Yeah, I, I hear you, and I, I see why Trump is charming. I think he is, he his personality has been the same. I mean, I just remember seeing him uh, when I was growing up in New York. I mean, he's just always been the same, and I, I think in that way he's very authentic. Uh, but I, in the beginning, a year ago, Jeb Bush had 70% approval rating among Republican voters, and he spent $150 million to go backwards fast. I mean, the statistics are crazy. I just wrote a really comprehensive blog post about all the strange uh, circumstances surrounding this um, this outcome in the in the primary. I just, I, 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 some things just aren't making sense to me. I'm going to Ed and Swanee. Hi, Ed, you're on with Monica. Yes, Monica, thank you. But uh, I feel that the, the media, the reason they're not getting on Trump now is the fact that when uh, he gets a nomination, they're going to bring all this stuff out about his past. And this is when they're going to really jump on him and just shred him to pieces. Because uh, you've seen on the debates when he gets in a uh, tight spot, he just loses it. I feel that they've just put him up there to do this. And uh, if he does get elected president, yeah, the conservatives are just going to go down the tube. Well, here's the thing. I can see why the left, CNN, MSNBC, would be treating Trump that way. But I don't understand why Fox is doing it. 
unless this thing is so... I mean, I did have my concerns about Rupert Murdoch from going way back when Roger Ailes fired Glenn Beck uh, in 2011, just as Obama's re-election bid was uh, getting off the ground, and he said that he wanted to take Fox in a less partisan direction. I was like, what? You know, since when would Fox try not to be partisan in an election year? It was absolutely, uh, you know, it was like a smoking gun to me. And now... The fact that Fox is not really vetting Trump and kind of setting it up for Hillary to do it in the general, that really is a big question mark to me. I mean, do you don't why would they be doing that? Well, I mean, uh, he's one out there. All the other guys, that uh, uh, their past is not that bad, you know, but uh, he's a, a Democrat liberal all the way. And he's just decided that, you know, oh, I've done a change here and now I can go Republican. Why didn't he do a change and go Democrat? I That was something I was wondering. Why didn't he, if he was going to throw his hat in the ring, why? I mean, that's a real question. If somebody wants to answer that, uh, give me a call at 800-WSB-TALK. Why wouldn't he come out as a Democrat? His positions are, are actually much more like that from his, both how he talks about foreign policy and how he talks about uh, about social programs. Yes. Well, yeah. Thank it's, you very much. Very interesting. Uh, we're going to see how this comes out. I'm going to HB in Atlanta. Hi, HB. You're on with Monica. Thank you, Monica. Monica, many moons ago, you said that you perceived that the Democrat Democrat and the Republican Party both had the same agenda, just moving the ball at a different pace. I think, yeah, I agree. I still stand by that. And, and that meshes perfectly well with my George Orwell 1984 mentality or bias. I think the establishment, there's one establishment, there's not a Republican and Democratic establishment, there's one establishment. Democratic and Republicans are puppeteers. So the establishment cannot lose with Trump. They win both ways. If, perchance, the masses go for him, they've got their man that they can move on. And he's a perfect fit for them to move the ball because we elected a Republican. We have a Republican Congress. What are the people saying? Do what Congress and the president won't. No more. They have to stop the president. So it's a perfect fit from that standpoint that he is their choice either way. They can't, the establishment cannot lose with Trump. Can I well, go on? Yeah. Go ahead. At this point, when anybody I see ever since Rand Paul and Rand Paul did compromise, Ron Paul was my number one favorite of all time. And Rand Paul, I would take him because although he compromised, he did have libertarian principles. He just felt like he had to, I think, work with the establishment, whatever. But once he was gone off that stage, I would say not one person on either stage, the Democrat or the Republicans, wouldn't do what you're saying, wouldn't move the ball forward at whatever better or worse uh, pace. To, to you, you just asked a question as to, well, I must say, it unnerves me the number of so-called conservative talk show hosts who have yelled for seven years that we didn't vet Obama enough and we're not vetting. And, and I go, but why aren't you vetting um, Trump? And I got a chance to, uh, I heard a journalist, Washington journalist, often heard on WSB the other day say, this is a movement. I had a chance the other night. Wait, hold on. Okay, finish, finish up. i got to take a break, but give me just one thing in a, in a Bottom nutshell. Bottom line is, this journalist says the file that the Democrats have on Trump is much bigger than the ones that the Republicans have chosen to use against him. 
Yeah, and and that's the thing, HB, that I will say makes me concerned that Hillary is, I'm not saying she's going to be able to wipe the floor with him. I don't think that, but I do, I am concerned that uh, she's going to have some silver bullets and she's going to use them, and and that's what the primary process is really good for. I got lots more calls I'm going to... Get to 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. High today of 59, a balmy 66 and sunny tomorrow. The weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And I also have a weekend prize pack for you, a family four-pack of tickets to the Greater Atlanta RV Show, March 4th to 6th at the Georgia World Congress Center, a family four-pack of tickets to an upcoming Atlanta Gladiators game at the Infinite Energy Center, and a Blu-ray combo pack of Best Picture nominee Spotlight. The first to call 404-741-0750 can have that prize pack. I am going to take, uh, I've got great calls on the line. If you are on the line, I am going to churn and burn these calls through the next half hour because this is a conversation. I can see what people are going to say because my screener puts some little bullets up. This conversation, you haven't heard a conversation this open and interesting on this topic, I would say, uh, so far this election cycle because people are coming out with what they're really thinking. So I'm going to, I have time for a quick call. Renee, uh, you're on with Monica. What you got? Good afternoon, Monica. I love your show. Uh, I just wish you had more time on the air. Um, just calling, responding to an earlier call where it was put forth. And, and by the way, usually when you go down a rabbit hole, your theories usually make sense. But the idea that Donald Trump is uh, in it to facilitate Hillary's uh, election is pretty uh, ludicrous. I mean, he is a businessman. He's He's certainly got a lot of other things going on, and he's losing a lot of money, not just invested in the the, the candidacy, the uh, the actual promotion of his uh, campaign, but in operating his business and what have you. He's taking a big chance in running it, uh, letting his family run it. Yeah, uh, you know, I have, a, uh, I know this is, sometimes you, you like it when I get down the rabbit hole and sometimes you don't, but I, I was wondering about that very fact. I was trying to figure out how this guy is getting compensated. You know, if this if this is the fixes in, the guy has to be, uh, his coffers have to be replenished because he is putting some money out of his own, which is also, on a, it, cra- you know, really crazy to think that he has no outside money coming in and he doesn't. But uh, I saw this sweetheart deal he got in the D.C. post office to build a hotel down there, which is, uh, I think, you know, that's government privilege right there. Who knows? He, he's definitely just got a big win. It was a couple of years ago, but maybe this has been in the works for a couple of years. So much more. So much more to talk about. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.